0: Following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. The sports talk show you've always wanted. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. From preps to pros. Live from the Lee Company studio, with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yow.
1: Welcome back in Southern Middle Tennessee Sports State, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mo, this week of Hard Knocks is going to be must-see television. Luckily for me, I have HBO Max. And I can't wait, because I'm definitely watching this. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm watching a, a a clip, a I guess a preview of some sort, and Jim Ursay <laughs> walks into the locker room, and Reich is talking to the team, except he's looking right at Irsay the whole time. I mean, it's like he's begging for his life. It's just, it's insane. Oh, man. Hard Knocks featuring the Colts. Did you see the Jags tweet after the game? I did not. They tweeted a picture of, of Trevor Lawrence and said it's a hard knock life with the final score.
2: <laughs>
1: wow. Oh, I thought heroes. And Jacksonville's coach after the game that he didn't know that they knocked him out of the playoffs. And he said mm-hmm. after I guess he gets to the locker room after um after uh, Pittsburgh won or something and he gets to the media podium and they're like, Yeah, you officially knocked him out of the playoffs. He goes, Good, that's what we were trying to do. <laughs> 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 so, Jacksonville out here talking all the trash and can back it up. That's the thing is you can't say nothing to them. Not now. So they got the number one pick and they beat you.
2: (laughs) That's what they call a win-win.
1: Oh, yeah. It was pretty interesting. So the Tennessee Titans earned the AFC's number one overall seed, which gives them a bye in the first round of the playoffs. And that's that's good news because, as we mentioned yesterday on the show with Teresa Walker, the Titans are 8-0 when coming off of long rest under Mike Vrabel. And they get Derrick Henry back. Derrick Henry will play in the divisional round of the playoffs and – I'm just sorry for whatever team has to try to tackle him on fresh legs while they've played an 18-game season.
2: 17, but who's
1: counting? 18-week season, sorry. Well, they they will have played 18 games.
2: Well, that is true. You're right.
1: (laughs) They will have played 18 games. So, Titans need this rest. They're going to be – all all but fully healthy. I mean, you may have a couple of scratches here and there. A tire Tart hasn't played in a while and that sort of thing. Jayon Brown was a healthy scratch last week because the inside linebacker room is just a gum full. And I, I just – I keep listening to national pundits, and a lot of them have finally started coming around.
2: A lot of them have. Well, once you get down to what? Ten teams. I mean, it's, it's fourteen. Seven. Teams or it's seven teams in the in the AFC. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. at that point, I mean, you you kind of you're really kind of sacrificing your credibility at this point if you don't acknowledge this team, and it almost becomes a why. Why won't you? What What is it that's preventing you from? Acknowledging the number one seed who has the most wins of any team in the NFL this season over teams with winning records.
1: And yet, FanDuel puts out their power rankings today. The Tennessee Titans of the 14 teams in the playoffs, do you know where they rank, Mo?
2: Well, I'd, I'd like to think they're not 14th, but I don't think they're in the top half.
1: You would be right. They lead the second half. They're number eight <laughs> behind the Dallas Cowboys.
2: Awesome. How many AFC out. teams ahead of them?
1: Well, at least, let's see. I sent JP the, the list, but I also don't. Let's see. It's right here in front of me. The Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals.
2: Two of whom have lost to the Titans.
1: Two of those have lost to the Titans. Titans ahead of the Cardinals,
2: who beat Beat the Titans.
1: The Titans. Also the Patriots at number 10, who beat, beat the, the Titans. Titans. So <laughs> make it make it make sense. I mean I, I I got clearly head to
2: head does not carry any weight with these guys.
1: Basically, someone said if you – let's just put it – let's go through it this way. If if we're ranking the teams, here's how they're ranked. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Hmm. Mahomes, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, Ryan Tannehill, Kyler Murray, Mac Jones, Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, Ben Roethlisberger, Jalen Hurts. And in it that makes a order? Lot more,
2: it makes a lot more sense that way. There's or it the, makes there's some more sense. <laughs> That's the order. <laughs> it makes more sense that way.
1: It, it absolutely. Why didn't you just call it that? Thank you. You ain't got to lie, Craig. You can just tell us. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> so, anyway, you know, the Titans, they, they have done nothing but overcome criticism from national talking heads, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Kevin Byard kind of alluded to that today and Teresa Walker had a video that she posted on Twitter and we'll see if we can get it to play for you here. Let's hear what Kevin had to say.
2: Yeah, obviously, it's a good position to be in with having a week off, getting a couple of days off, but I think the mentality... And uh, our mental has to stay the same, regardless if we're the one seed with the week off or not. Uh, teams are gonna be gunning for us. So I think we have to make sure that we are, you know, really locked in and, and focused to make sure that we're not getting caught up in all the, you know, all the, you know, I want not say media, but all the, you know, all the hype that's gonna be around us being the one seed and all the talk. People are gonna be saying this, worst one seed here, there, there. No, none of that stuff really matters. I think he said something like, it's, it's interesting, but it really doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying? It's all going to matter how we go out there and execute the game plan when we go out there and play. And yeah, obviously, it's a good
1: position. And that's that, that's kind of what Tannehill said in his press conference. Was Look, you have to play your best ball now. It's one and done. So you have to play the best football you can play. And right now, the Titans are playing pretty good football. I mean, Sands, the second half last week was not great, but the first half was as good as they've played all year
2: yeah I mean, um, obviously, they're not perfect. They've got some things to address, like Kevin said. um but I'd rather be addressing those things during a bye week
1: <laughs>
2: right than than I would be addressing those things while getting ready for a ball game, so.
1: Vrabel is giving the guys the next three days off before they come back to practice next week mm-hmm. and I think that's that's what the difference is I mean what did we say I think it was eight of the last 12 Super Bowl uh, participants had had the, the first round so I mean yeah you still have to worry about teams like the the Chiefs, which you you don't have to you don't have to worry about the Chiefs or the or the Bills in round two. You will not play them at all until the, the AOC championship game. Right. But the Bengals have a second year quarterback and we know how the Titans have struggled against rookie quarterbacks and or young quarterbacks in general. Young
2: quarterbacks, yeah. Especially young pack. quarterbacks that throw it all over the place. I mean it was a little concerning some of the plays that Davis Mills was able to make this past weekend for the Texans in the passing game. So I mean, again, there are still things that have to be addressed, but you're addressing them as the number one seed, and that ain't that's not nothing.
1: It's not. And of all the teams left i I, I truly feel like, you know, this is the, – the, the toughest game that the Titans could have is – are the Bengals. But, again, Derrick Henry makes all the difference in the world for this team.
2: On I, both sides of the ball.
1: Yeah. Uh, because, because he can
2: shorten the game.
1: Not only does he shorten the game, but he also keeps your offense on the field longer so long as he doesn't break off 90 in a run, which he is known
2: to he do. He can, can do, yeah which is another problem.
1: But then you've got the NFC and the NFC is where things get just crazy because it really feels like it's green Bay and everybody else. I don't know who else. Obviously Tom Brady is there, but they've not played. They've not been very good over the last three weeks.
2: Well, here's the thing. January and February, the prospect of having to go into Green Bay and win a ball game is pretty daunting. I mean, that's a home field advantage that this time of year, it just feels like it's unlike any other.
1: Especially if you are the Rams or, you know, a a team that plays in a warm client climate, either in a
2: warm climate or indoors.
1: And you know what? I don't know. The only other team in the, I'm not sure there's anybody else other than Philly that doesn't play in a warm or indoor environment. Right. Philadelphia is the only other one. I mean, Tampa Bay, Dallas, obviously the Rams are in LA. They tell you it gets cold there at night, and they think sixty is cold. Uh, Arizona, <laughs> San Francisco gets cold, but that's because the wind chill is like twelve. You're right. <laughs> but again, you know, and they they do play outdoors, so I I guess maybe, but the NFC just it just doesn't feel like there's anybody over there who can match up with these. <laughs> no, I did not. Um, no, not you. That's funny. Um, there's nobody over there that can match up with them at all. I, is there anybody in the NFC who can who, who can make the Super Bowl other than Green Bay?
2: Other than Green Bay? I'm, Dallas? Dallas fans would have you believe that. I've watched
1: enough of the Cowboys to, <laughs> to kind of believe it myself. I feel like Dak Prescott, if I would like to see him prove it, but I also would like to see it. I mean, I would love to see Dallas in the Super Bowl. I think the NFL is more entertaining when Dallas is
2: good. So you you think the NFL is desirous of the Cowboys being in the Super Bowl to quote the late Rush Limbaugh on another subject? I just feel like if
1: if I were the NFL and I were picking a team to be in the play, in, in the Super Bowl, it would be Dallas. But if I were the NFL and I were picking a team to be in the Super Bowl, it certainly wouldn't be Tennessee.
2: Oh, so, absolutely.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. so I, I guess let's give them one thing they want, and it ain't our side. <laughs> Titans and, and the Cowboys. Titans-Cowboys? Titans-Cowboys. Let's, let's do it.
2: That would be interesting because, you know, the number of Cowboy fans that there are in this area that have been Cowboy fans since back before the Oilers slash Titans got here, interesting dynamic. That would be fun.
1: They are America's team, Mo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just ask
1: me. Yeah, just ask them. They'll tell you. Alright, let's talk. There was a a lot of college basketball played last night and we want to talk about at least a few of the games. So stick around. We'll do that. SEC basketball on the other side. Stick around right after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net.
2: Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff.
1: Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee.
3: Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof.
1: Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net.
0: Covering the teams you care about, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, live from the Lee Company studio... With the Hall of Famer, Moe Patton, here's Chris Yow.
1: Welcome back again to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. And, boy, what a Wednesday it has been. Mo, I don't know if you got a chance to see any of that Alabama-Auburn game last night, but... The Iron Bowl of basketball. (laughs) That will get you in a lot of trouble if you say it. Oh, really? Yeah, the Iron Bowl is a football game.
2: So it's the game, not the matchup. Correct. Hmm. That's interesting. That's unfortunate. Because I kind of like that. Well, it's, I mean, if you really think about it.
1: It doesn't make sense for the football game to be called the Iron Bowl anymore either. But
2: since it's not being played at Birmingham, right?
1: So, I mean, I guess I get it. But if you're if if there's no reason to call it the Iron Bowl in football, there's no reason not to call it the Iron Bowl in basketball. My personal opinion on that, but hey, who? What do I know? They didn't ask me.
2: I'll call it. One a little, I'm a little surprised at that actually that they they didn't ask you. They should ask you more.
1: You know, I'm not sure who who would ask me. <laughs> Although, it's funny, Greg Byrne, you know, Colton Coliseum has seen its or has had its fair share of criticisms over the years. It's basically an airplane, an airplane hangar. It looks like an old, you know, Army um, National Guard base.
2: it really does. When you think about it
1: and I don't really understand what the deal is. I don't know why it's, you know, why the university refuses to upgrade or just build a new arena, but they're just not gonna. And that's unfortunate because the atmosphere last night would have been phenomenal. If it were a situation like, Auburn Arena, the new Auburn Arena that seats about 8,500. But Twitter was pretty unforgiving to burn in the Tide because the students were all sitting in the in the, uh, the corner. A lot of the old Tide Pride season ticket holder seats held a Auburn fans, and those Tide Pride members who did show up, they rarely cheer. So it makes for, a, you know, kind of a boring atmosphere for college basketball.
2: Well, you know, the same thing gets said about Rupp a lot. In terms I can of- see that. Yeah, in terms of where the, the student section is relative to everybody else and, and where the big money is and and the closer you are to the floor and how disinterested in a lot of instances they seem to be. But, you know, at least they were in the gym, which is more than Vanderbilt fans can say. So.
1: Well, there's that. And I I also think that I I feel like Kentucky's a little different from Alabama. If you are building a program as Alabama is trying to do with Nate Oates, you need to have a great student atmosphere.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Auburn has done that. Mm -hmm. Bruce Pearl has done that. And that's why Auburn is currently I'm the number one ranking in the country. I mean, after last night, they were ranked number four in the country. Everybody in front of them lost. So, Auburn, with a win over Ole Miss, could very well make a play to be the number one team in the country come Sunday. And of course, on the backs of a four-point win on the road at Alabama. That's not an easy thing to do because Alabama is still a good basketball team despite their recent struggles. They're still a really good team.
2: Yeah, and and I don't think anybody's going to lose sight of that. You know, I I just – Auburn's really good. And I think that was the difference last night.
1: And it's going to continue to be the difference in Auburn basketball games at this point. They're really good. And I'm not sure who else in the SEC outside of maybe Kentucky, and that's that's 100% based on their ability to rebound the basketball better than anybody else. Who else can really challenge this team? This is as good of an Auburn basketball, as good of a Bruce Pearl team, Mo, as we've ever seen.
2: Now be careful. I, I, that's bec- what bec- I'm telling you. Because I'm, I'm sitting here looking right now, as you talk about Auburn in the number one spot, and hopefully Bruce Pearl can keep Auburn at number one longer than the last number one team that he coached. which was back in 2008 when they beat Memphis in Memphis on a Saturday night went to number 1 came to Memorial Gym on a Tuesday night and got beat. I remember. Yeah. So
1: So but as far yeah. as Bruce Pearl teams go this this I mean this is as good of a team as we've ever seen. I mean guys like Jabari Smith 16 points a game, 6 rebounds, that's uh, that's what you've got to have. Wendell Green is one of the most intense basketball players I've I've ever seen at the college level. He embodies what Bruce Pearl wants his teams to be. I mean, that guy flies all around the court. He's always in somebody's face defensively. And, you know, a point guard that scores 13 points a game you got to have. you'll take that exactly so i you know and last night kudos to 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 the tigers for getting the win on the road um, tennessee took advantage of i guess a get right opportunity against south carolina no reason that they shouldn't have won the game they're 15 and a half point favorites good teams <laughs> win great teams cover <laughs> and Tennessee did just that. Uh, Fourteen point advantage in the second half really kind of pulled away. There was a, I think it was a six point game at halftime, and Tennessee just pulled away. That they, they did what what they were supposed to do, and um, obviously Vescovi looked really good. Um, is this an, is this a chance for Tennessee to get back on
2: track? I would be <clears throat> careful of projecting any trends based on any one game with this team. I think Tennessee plays 31 game seasons basically. I mean I just don't think you can expect them to string anything together just because they're so jekyll and hyde man i mean we we were talking yesterday about fulkerson and how inconsistent he's been and how they need some consistency out of him i didn't get to see the game last night so i don't know what his contribution was but well he played 28 minutes (laughs) he had 10.7 boards
1: I mean that that's a good night for him. That's what you need out of him. If you can get ten and seven out of him every night, I feel like you'll be you'll take that.
2: I don't know. I I, I feel like that's pretty pedestrian. I mean, we've seen again. What do you have? Twenty four and ten against Arizona.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, if that's if if you get ten and seven, he is he's a usable piece.
2: He's just it just feels like he's capable of more.
1: I don't think he's capable of more on a consistent basis, though. I think if you get 10 and seven, you can throw him out there and eventually you're going to get 25 and 10. And that may be against Kentucky and it may be against, you know, <laughs> the Citadel. But I'll take 10 and seven because I need those seven boards more than any of those 10 points.
2: Right. <laughs> You definitely need those seven boards because this team isn't shooting the leather off the ball by any stretch.
1: Uh, 12 offensive rebounds last night. So, I mean, four of them by Jordan Josiah James, by the way. I I mean, again, this is a team that uh, they go to Kentucky this weekend, then they go to Memorial – Uh, next week on Tuesday. So, Kentucky-Tennessee on Saturday. I I think what – Tennessee's on a two-game win streak against Kentucky. I think they beat them both times last year.
2: I think that's right.
1: So, I I mean, Kentucky certainly, John Calipari specifically, doesn't want to lose this basketball game. And Tennessee could sure use it uh, after – lost to 19th-ranked Alabama and 21st-ranked LSU, both of those on the road. A road win in the SEC is tough to get, but can go a long way, especially with uh, seeding committees later in the year.
2: Yeah, um, and again, they could use one, but I'm not sure what you see out of them that makes you feel like they can go to Rupp and get one, particularly against this team.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's who's gonna who's gonna out rebound Sh- to sweep to Sheboy? I mean, scoring. I think is, the
2: T is silent for what it's. I think it's just Sheboy. Sure. Yeah. Who's
1: gonna out rebound him?
2: Nobody. Oscar. <laughs> yeah, clearly. I
1: I, I mean. defensively Tennessee is always tough they they, and that's what that's what Kentucky struggles with is when you know with with pressure defense and Tennessee puts pressure and they they most certainly contest shots so I'll, I'll be interested to see how it works out for them but I certainly think Kentucky is by far the favorite in this game, so.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It it seems like Tennessee maybe has found something, you know, we talked about playing Ziegler and Chandler at the same time, but playing those two and Santee, however we're pronouncing his last name, you know, playing those three guys at the same time, it, it seems like they've kind of found something there, and, um, It's just a matter of them being able to score at Rupp or anywhere else.
1: Or anywhere else, yeah. And so, in Kentucky coming off a win last night, apparently Scottie Pippen Jr. had 32 points in the loss. Uh, Kentucky apparently beat Vanderbilt much worse than the score appears. Because 12 points to me certainly doesn't scream –
2: Route or blowout or whatever else, but that's what it was being touted by major media outlets. What was 7866 was the final, right? Final, correct. Uh, That to me, that's not a blowout, which is what I texted to you last night. And then we saw somewhere else where it was referred to as a route. And I'm like, 12 points
1: where like, where did this come from? Like, how – I mean, I'm, I I look at it, and I don't
2: – Well, I mean, if, if Kentucky if Kentucky beating Vandy by 12 is a route and a blowout, then what is UT beating South Carolina by 22?
1: Apparently, Vanderbilt tied it at 22, and then Kentucky had 14 in a row. The Wildcats led by as much as 78 to 50 with 614 to go. The only thing that kept Vandy from allowing a season high in points was uh, finishing the game on a 16 0 run.
2: The only thing. Okay. 16. I mean, I don't know who was on the floor from Kentucky down the stretch, obviously, but I mean, 16 0 run, that's, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Doesn't seem like it would be uh, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> not that's nothing. not nothing. It's really
2: not. No. <laughs> so
1: I don't know. Anyway, uh, SEC basketball is just up for grabs, man. I think there's five or six teams that could be in the hunt at the end of the year for the regular season and tournament titles. So it's going to be fun. Let's uh, let let's give you the weirdest and wildest news from across the world on Wild and Wacky Wednesday coming up after this. Stick around. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or
2: www.mtbj.net. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff.
1: Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee.
3: Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity
1: Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our OrthoQuick walk in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net.
0: It's Wild and Wacky Wednesday on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today with the two zaniest guys this side of the Duck River. It's like you've joined a circus or something. Here's Chris and Mo.
1: Welcome back in Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. And it is Wild and Wacky Wednesday. We'll give you the weirdest and wildest news from across the world. Uh, I no longer smell the skunk, Mo. So, I'm not sure if I'm just immune to it at this point. Which is probably exactly what it is. <laughs> but anyway, what uh, what are your plans for tonight with no sports on TV? I mean, there will be sports on TV, but none of local interest.
2: Um, we will probably watch The Amazing Race. Actually,
1: that sounds good. I, I, the the most recent episode of 1883, which is the prequel to Yellowstone, mm-hmm. is out. So perhaps we'll watch that. I am currently in the process of trying to create a stay-at-home date night because obviously we can't go out because Charlie's bedtime is seven o'clock. So if we're If we're going out, we're eating the senior citizen dinner at 5 (laughs) o'clock. And I am not hungry currently, so.
2: (laughs) There's not even a decent SEC game on. I mean, you've got LSU, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi State, and Missouri, Arkansas.
1: Missouri, Arkansas, maybe. I mean, after what Missouri did.
2: To Alabama?
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, I mean there's uh there literally is nothing
2: nope that it's this may be one of the worst sports nights of the year
1: it's kind of like uh that was the day after the all-star game when there's nothing
2: nothing yeah just nice I mean there's something it's just not appealing
1: I mean uh, Villanova Xavier 530 on FS1, 14th-ranked Villanova, 17th-ranked Xavier. And then that's it. I mean, unless you are just really interested in, you know, St. John's and Yukon or Evansville and Bradley.
2: Yeah, Villanova, Xavier, and St. John's, Yukon, That's Big East, right?
1: I, that is, in fact, Big East, yeah.
2: Okay. I have uh, to ask.
1: Chattanooga and Western Carolina. The, UT Martin does play tonight. They play Moorhead at 6 o'clock. That's it. I mean, you want to watch the NHL? I guess you can. Speaking of the NHL, the Preds are just –
2: on fire. How many straight have they won now? Uh I think between the Preds, the Grizz, and the Titans, no one has lost since December. December, 30, yeah. 30 but they've
1: yeah. not lost this year. Yeah. Which is truly That's incredible. That's solid. Truly incredible. And I will take that every single time. Anyway, Let's get to the weirdest and wildest news from across the world, Mo. Do you want to start with Florida Man?
2: (coughs) Florida Man is never a bad place to start.
1: Florida Man was arrested in the parking lot of the St. St. Lucie County Detention Facility. You heard me. He was in the parking lot of the St. Lucie County Detention Facility just minutes after he bonded out of jail. Casey Michael Lewis was charged with grand theft, left the facility, and started to wander through the parking lot, looking through the windows and checking door handles of the cars to see if they were open. That's... At least, like, go somewhere where there probably aren't cameras, Casey. What what are you doing here? I'm so (laughs) confused
2: by this. Like... There are you ex- dumb. You explained it with the first two words you said. I, I
1: well, yeah, but there are dumb people, and then there's this, like, this, and then there's this, Casey. This, this yes, yeah, like he's on the the other end of the entire. He, he's in a a league of his own, so to speak. <laughs> An officer approached him, and he claimed he was waiting for his girlfriend to pick him up. And after being questioned. Uh, He was arrested and handed the officer a brown paper bag, which contained an iPhone 7, four packs of cigarettes, a lighter, one Visa bank debit card, and a Florida driver's license, and $547 in cash.
2: That's... I would say the St. Lucie Sheriff's Department or whoever has a security issue. Clearly.
1: Um... I've not, you know, that's the thing is, what if they hadn't seen him? That's a, that's quite a haul. Yeah. I would have just left the debit card and left the 547 in cash and cigarettes and waited on my girlfriend somewhere else.
2: Yeah. But it's going to (laughs) cost him more than that to get out again.
1: (laughs) Exactly. He he could have at least kept that in the event that they were going to let him bond out again. (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. tell us we've talked about our favorite side dishes on this show before but I have to ask how do you feel about mashed potatoes is that an elite side dish
0: mashed potatoes are not elite okay Uh, yeah I would not go so far as elite solid but not elite
2: no no I
1: like it because it's incredibly uh, customizable. That is true. It is. You know, you you can really do some things to mashed potatoes to spice it up a little.
2: But mashed potatoes in and of themselves are not elite.
1: Well, residents of a neighborhood in Jackson, Mississippi are confused because bowls of mashed potatoes are being left on their cars, porches, mailboxes. (laughs) Jordan Lewis described the Bellhaven neighborhood as a quirky one with residents decorating road signs and putting Christmas trees and potholes and that sort of thing so we don't know if someone's just playing a prank or if someone just had a lot of leftovers
0: (laughs) they had a run on uh, (laughs) Idaho potatoes apparently there we go
2: somebody got somebody caught a special on potatoes Mm -hmm. here's the thing (laughs) about mashed potatoes is they don't keep
0: yeah once you mash them they lose their shelf life
2: well, especially if you pour milk in them. If you There's that put milk in your mashed potatoes, then... <laughs>
0: and and that's... why would you not?
2: <laughs> so my mom, when we had mashed potatoes left over, she would make potato pancakes the next
0: Oh, morning. now that's that's a strong move. Oh.
2: Yeah, that that's elite right there. Yes. That, no,
0: without question, that is elite. That is
2: elite. Yes. I mean, that's why you only eat one helping at dinner, so that you have
0: leftovers. Ah, Strategy, that that is a pure definition of an elite side. Is that you ration for the leftover version? For the leftovers. Yes, yep. that's that's strong. That says a lot. Yeah, but that's so. I, <laughs> I'm just, I,
1: I'm trying to figure out what the deal is. Some people were thinking maybe the mashed potatoes were poisoned to kill animals, but you know, I I, I didn't taste it. I have a three-second rule, so I didn't touch it. Some people were worried. <laughs> it's unclear if anyone has eaten the potatoes. The news outlets report residents haven't alerted law enforcement. Uh, Michaela Lynn said some of her potato, some of potato finders have connections to a local private Christian university, which may be a clue.
0: Bellhaven College,
2: maybe
1: in in where did I say Jackson?
0: Jackson, Jackson, mm-hmm. Mississippi, could be. Mm-hmm.
2: I I I do think I would have trust issues with mashed potatoes just showing or anything else. Yeah, just just showing up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's got to be a prank in this particular neighborhood that apparently, if you're putting Christmas trees in potholes, like it's just goofy.
2: That's it's a pretty work-intensive
0: prank. I could see this maybe in Austin, Texas, or maybe Portland, Oregon, but Jackson, Mississippi, seems like a nice place for this.
2: Right, I I will agree with that as well. That you don't just, think you don't think quirky when you think Jackson, mm-hmm. do you? No. Yeah.
0: No. No.
1: Well, when I think quirky, I think of a man way uh, waking up in his house and a stranger sleeping on his kitchen floor which happened in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Police say a Pennsylvania man woke to find a stranger sleeping on his kitchen floor surrounded by torn-up sanitary napkins. Mm. At least he was, you know, clean about it. (laughs) They arrested 60-year-old Brian Smith, and the Altoona Mirror reports that Smith was unconscious and surrounded by destroyed sanitary napkins. The homeowner told police it appeared someone had eaten some of his Crave cereal. And uh, police... (laughs) Said so all the doors and windows were locked when he went to sleep, but he noticed one of the doors was wide open the next morning. So, apparently, this guy was uh,
0: a—he
1: wasn't a redhead, but he did use. Well, that's that's fortunate. <laughs> uh.
2: So I I probably know a guy who could get us a little insight on this because. um Years and years ago, when I covered the Nashville Sounds, the Pittsburgh Pirates' Double A affiliate was in Altoona, and so mm-hmm. I'd talk to the sports editor up there pretty regularly about transactions and that kind of thing. And eventually, he moved to Newside for the Altoona Mirror.
1: Uh oh. So, yeah. Let's so. Well, let's see what, uh, what what's his name? Because I'll click on this link. To yeah. How, how, Corey, how old Corey would he Geiger. be? <laughs>
2: Corey Geiger. Corey Geiger. G-I-G-E-R.
1: There's no byline on this story.
2: I can understand that.
1: Did I ever tell you my weird and like how I, I got semi-famous? I went viral once in like 2010
0: because a... Um, a lot of good you did with that. Well, clearly.
1: <laughs> it was 2010, so going viral didn't mean nearly as much as it does now.
2: It didn't but, take as much, did it? <laughs>
1: so apparently a
0: uh,
1: a woman stole a tractor while wearing a bikini in my hometown
0: hey some people <laughs> think your tractor's sexy
1: clearly the tractor was uh sexy to someone
0: yep apparently but
1: uh but yeah I, I it, AP picked it up and it went on one of those weird and wild weird news sites one and of all these. That stuff <laughs> yeah one of these sites that I go to every Wednesday on a show like this yeah. one uh, it probably did end up on a show like this at some point. So, yeah, that was that was my my weird and wild story. It was so weird and uh,
0: interesting. Did you get pictures um, of this?
1: Uh, I have her mug which is really what made it, mm. because her mug was let's say not great.
0: But there were no pictures of uh, said subject on said no. tractor. In a bikini. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. No, well, the,
1: the pic, her mug shot. She's wearing the bikini top. Okay. But let's just say it looked. She looked like um. Maybe Sinead O'Connor about a month and a half after. GI Jane. Shaving the head. No hair. Oh, she had she had just enough hair for it to be wild. Okay. Yeah she couldn't fix it because it looked like she had buzzed it and just, it just went random places. Anyway, <laughs> it's, I can show it to you and I will send it to you cause it's, it's ridiculous. But anyway,
0: um, I look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll be waiting. Uh, yeah.
1: Tomorrow we will talk. Hopefully with someone to talk about the McDonald's shootout that is upcoming this weekend. And We'll get a coach. We'll talk high school sports quite a bit tomorrow. Uh, So be looking out for that. And, of course, we will continue talking about the Titans and everything that goes with this bye week and the NFL playoffs and much more. So please hang out with us tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of fun. For Mo and JP, I'm Chris Yao saying have a great day, folks, and stay cool, Columbia.